One thing that I find very interesting, Callie, about you, and I don't think you're alone in this, but you enjoy when we go to the beach, going to those divey fish shops, you know, like where they bring the fish in right off the boat and the place is so disgusting and run down and dirty and hasn't seen uh, a, a spray of cleaning solution in 50 years. And we buy raw fish out of there. If a place is too clean, I don't want fish from there. I mean, here's the thing. The place that we buy. No, that's not true. If you went into a sushi restaurant. No, sushi, different. But I'm just saying the reason that I enjoy, like part of the experience of buying fish fresh when you're at the beach is going into the little shacks with all the knickknacks on the walls and like all the papers and the old pictures and people that have said, like, if it were neat, organized and modern, I would be like, what do you know about fish? Did you notice that the cooler that he got the shrimp out of didn't have a door on the back? It was a folded up cardboard box that he was sliding back and forth. Mm, Like you wouldn't know, like that wasn't a working cooler. Like there was, they had to shovel ice into it every day to use it. And we bought fish out of there. No problem. And it was really good. Right. But if we go into a restaurant that's dirty, Callie's like, ah, this place is so gross. The table's sticky. I can never come back here. Yeah. I make exceptions for things like that, though, because I, you know, yeah. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for sleeping in my own bed. Oh gosh, it feels so good, doesn't it? And just uh, so you know, uh, we are sleeping on a Brooklyn bedding mattress using Brooklinen sheets. Because not only are we advertising these companies, we're also customers of these companies. Well, that, and we um, got in bed the first night on vacation and I was like, oh my God, Jeff, these sheets are like sandpaper. Like we've been sleeping on the Brooklyn ones for like months. And I got into this bed and was like, oh my God, how am I going to sleep in this bed for the next week? Like I missed our sheets so much that I actually would consider traveling with them next time. Okay. Now that's, that's going to be a level of divaness that. No, that's a level of I'm pregnant and I want to be comfortable. Oh, got it. Okay. So, you know, can't argue once the, once the woman pulls out the pregnancy card, you have to go along with it. That's true. I've learned. (laughs) That's true. I just want to be comfortable. Sounds good. We'll travel with sheets. My name is Callie Dollar and I'm grateful for Jeff's cooking. Guess who remembered to do, to put a gratitude challenge on the schedule for Monday? We are not going to forget this anymore. Gratitude challenges will be a thing on the show every week on Monday. Now, the reason we're doing this is just to give you a little food for thought. Or if you're just like, ugh, I need just something to motivate me this week or I need an idea or inspiration or something. Or I would argue on your worst weeks, the gratitude challenge is the best. Like it's not for people that are like, yeah, I feel great. Let's do more gratitude. If you feel like, oh my gosh, I hate life right now. Things really stink. This is actually probably more for you. The gratitude challenge this week centers around Father's Day, which is coming up this Sunday. 
So don't let it sneak up on you. We've been telling you as we've been advertising for our, our partners the past couple of weeks, Father's Day, less than a week away. And the gratitude challenge this week is to simply include a thank you on Father's Day for your dad. And that I would say a specific thank you, not just like a, hey, thanks for being a great dad, but like, hey, thank you for this that you did for me now. Right. We're going to say this is twofold. That's the first fold. The second fold is maybe you didn't have a dad in your life or your dad was really crappy and that's okay. Like it, I think Mother's Day and Father's Day are particularly hard for people that have not had the experience they want to have with their parent. Sure. So the challenge there would be, even if your dad is not someone that you have a relationship with or have a complicated relationship with, think of something that has changed your life because of what he did. It may be that he acted crappy and that taught you a really valuable lesson. And then be grateful to yourself. You don't have to call him um, for that lesson. Because and that might be a way to change the energy, too, on Father's Day. If you struggle with Father's Day or Mother's Day or any holiday like that, if you struggle with your relationship with, with a parent who's not awesome, maybe you can use that time to say, hey, they weren't awesome, but from them, I learned blah, and I'm pretty awesome. So that uh, might just be a way to spin the energy around. So the gratitude challenge this week is to think of, and if you have a relationship with, and your dad is still around, share with your dad um, a specific thank you for something that makes you the adult human being that you are today. And you could also, if you're a, a parent, like a mom, you could also encourage your young kid to do that. Like, be more specific than, Hey, thanks for being a great dad. But you know, I think that would be a really meaningful father's day. Yeah. Gift. So um, speaking of which I've got to get on my dad's gift. I have no idea what to get your dad or mine. Dads are really hard to shop for. Dads are hard because in my experience, one, if they want something, they just get it. And two, my dad doesn't like stuff. Like he doesn't like stuff he's not going to use. And he's also, I have a dad that doesn't fit into the like, you know, there's always like golf cards or like TV bum dads or dads that like to fish or dads that drink beer. My dad is none of those things. Right. You know what I mean? So even the cards are hard because it's always like, golf, hey, dad, golf joke or golf jokes or like sit on the couch, burp jokes like that is not my dad at all. Get your dad like a nice bottle of wine. He would appreciate like an expensive bottle of wine. I think he would appreciate that. Yeah, we could do that. The thing with my dad is he for a couple years now has been purging the house. So he'll just pick a closet or a room and then spend a month cleaning that out. Like the attic, I think is still a work in progress, but for like a year, he just, when he has a few hours of downtime, goes up to the attic, sorts through stuff and gets rid of like his mission is to get rid of as much stuff as possible. Well, and normally food gifts are really good for your dad, but I still think he's being fed so well by his neighbors. Yeah. Like it almost seems like a waste of food to send him food because he's being so well fed right now. Right. Still. Um, so we've got some work to do. Yeah. Like hardcore this week, this week. All right. An update on the teeth. Now I'm going to stop you right here. Because someone in my DMs 
also wrote them and told me what it was. Yeah, but they didn't write them again and then didn't get another email back. Oh, okay. So a woman posted a, po- a, a sign on a telephone pole in Asheville, uh, North Carolina, mm-hmm. that said, if you want to sell me a tooth, I will buy it from you. I'm not going to use it for voodoo. There's an email address. So I sent that email address a note and said, what do you want the tooth for? If not voodoo, then why? Um, we've, we've spent a lot of time sorting through messages and voicemails, people saying, well, maybe she needs it because she's going to be a hygienist or this or that, or the other thing. Uh, she wrote back, oddly enough, at midnight. On Saturday. Yeah. And uh, Callie and I were up just bumming on the couch and I was scrolling through my phone. I'm like, oh, I just got an email from the tooth lady. She simply responded that she wanted it for jewelry. So I wrote back at five minutes after midnight, which makes me just as weird as her. What kind of jewelry? May I see it? Do you have an Etsy shop or something? And she wrote back Sunday morning and said, no Etsy shop. I am trying to make a necklace, a personal necklace for myself with all teeth. Okay. Now I would like to consider myself someone that is fairly (laughs) open-minded, like whatever you're into. Cool. It doesn't impact me. That's fine. I would like to, and my psychiatrist listens to the show. So I would love to like, know she'll hear this probably and email me and be like, let me tell you what I think. And I hope she does. Dr. Fortner, if you're listening to this, hit me up. Um, yes. Okay. Fine. Whatever you're into, but a fascination with human body parts is weird. That's weird. Like, like in a non-clinical sense, like I feel very like that's, that's serial killer behavior. No. Now here's a question the, the, from that. Cause I don't think I couldn't think of anything else to respond with. Like, yeah, I'm just- like, I don't want to see a picture of it. It's obviously not done yet. Like, Oof. I mean, and it's Asheville, North Carolina, which is kind of like a hippie community. Like there's a lot of really artsy people there. There's it's, it's a very, um, I would almost feel differently if it were going on a painting, but she wants to wear yeah. someone else's teeth. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it's very Hannibal Lecter to me. I, and here's what I started thinking about. Okay. So she's going to wear somebody else's teeth. Then I, <laughs> I, 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 I thought about like, well, would it be different if it was her children's teeth? Like if she made a bracelet out of her baby teeth or something like that, her kids, baby teeth or something. Then I thought, no, that's weird too. Then I thought, what do you do with baby teeth? Do you throw them out? Yeah. Okay. But doesn't it seem weird just to shove them, throw them well, in the garbage? Well, no, you don't throw them out. You you leave them out for the tooth fairy and she takes them to whatever tooth land, like her house. The t- If she, you're land. the tooth fairy, you can have a house made out of teeth and it's fine. That's her job. Cause you're the tooth fairy. Right. So you're not, no one's throwing away teeth. Um, the tooth fairy takes them to her house. Got it. Okay. Understood. But let's say the tooth fairy drops a tooth, mm-hmm. right? So you find your child's baby tooth. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're like, Oh, the tooth fairy dropped it. And she's not coming back until he or she loses another tooth. What should I do with this? 
Do you just throw it in the garbage? Yes. Okay. Teeth are nasty. And what about, um, like, I'm also curious too, like, you know, after the baby's been home for a few days, the umbilical cord runs its course and falls off. Mm -hmm. What do you do with that? I think some people probably save it, which I, is not my thing. Okay. So do you just throw it in the garbage? I think yes. Okay. Yep. I'm feeling like really nauseous all of a sudden. Do you think Lily or Sadie would want it? Jeff, that is gross. We're not letting our dog eat our baby's umbilical cord. Is it like a, a rawhide? That's okay. Let's change the subject because there's somebody eating breakfast in their car being like, oh my gosh, stop it. Um, yeah, the teeth thing is totally weird. I, that, there's something, yeah. Okay. I'm like very not okay with it and I'm a little scared. Okay. But I I think I'm a pretty open-minded person. Yeah. I just don't know who would want to like actually wear someone else's teeth. Right. So, yeah. We had a weekend of like, you know, the post-vacation cleaning, doing laundry, all that kind of stuff. Now, one of my girlfriends brought over like five bags of baby clothes. Ba I mean, the nicest thing ever. She brought us like some really nice stuff, like a, a crib mattress. I mean, so much stuff. She has two girls and she's done. So she like brought everything that she was going to give away to us. She said, can I drop something off on your porch on Sunday morning? And we said, sure. And we were out running errands. And when we came back, there were like, three cardboard boxes, two garbage bags, like a couple random things just leaning up against the, the, the side of the house. It's like, oh my gosh, this is terrific. It's so nice. Callie had to call her mom to come over and help go through all the stuff because there was so much stuff. So much stuff. And you're thinking like full-size shopping bags, but tiny humans have tiny clothes. So that's like Right. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so Jeff is going through it at the beginning, and then Jeff decides that our dog is going to wear some of the tutus and also um, was, like, trying on the – I don't even know what you call it. Like, some sort of carrier. I don't know. Jeff was just having, the like, little, a field day. The little papoose-looking thing where you would hang the baby off in front of you, like, on the hangover. So I'm – so <laughs> You know what I'm talking I love about? The, yeah. Um, so – that is, and there were, there were also a couple things which I don't know if you ended up calling her to ask what those things were, but there were a couple things where we're like, What do you do with this? We like, seriously have no idea, and I think it's funny that you know, online, especially like on the Instagram community in particular, um, people are always like, Oh, yeah, uh, this is my first time being pregnant, and I have this whole registry. Check out what I got because I'm the expert. And like, we got all this awesome stuff. And me and Jeff were like, What? I, where does this go? Like, how do, how do we do it? How do we do this? <laughs> like, we don't know. Um, so it's just funny because I don't know how first time parents are like, Oh my gosh, look at my organized registry, and it's awesome. Here's what, here's what we need because Jeff and I are like completely have no clue. Right. Um, so that said, Jeff is like trying baby clothes on the dogs, which I've tried to get him not to do before, but it was actually kind of cute. He made Lily a ballerina and I was documenting all of this on Instagram. Well, people started sending me in, sending in things to me that their husbands or they've done with their baby stuff before the baby gets here. 
Emily messaged me and said, my husband strapped our dog's favorite alligator toy into this troller and drove it around the house. The dog followed him everywhere. I think this is a rite of passage for new dads. If they can do it with the dog, they can do it with a tiny human. Um, and then Brittany said, our dog tried out everything before our son was born. He got in the mama room, rode it in the stroller. He did it all. If our dogs were smaller, I would strap one of them to the front of me. Or if we had a cat. A cat would be great. Who could loan us a cat? My parents have cats. Perfect. No, they're vicious. They're street cats. The woman next door who doesn't like us, do you think we could get one of her cats for like an hour when she's like, not hey, can home? Can we just borrow your cat? We just need, just don't ask questions. Jeff needs to strap it into a whatever that thing is called. I, mean, I just want to take it to Kroger and um, see. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> um, so call in topic 800-434-5454. What have you done in your house or your significant other, spouse, partner, whatever, husband, done with the baby stuff before the baby arrives? And I love the alligator toy story. I think it's hilarious. Um, so anything along that line, call us and let us know. Uh, let's say thank you so much to the sponsors making the shows this week possible. We couldn't do it without them. June is Pride Month, and this year's celebrations may be a little bit different than usual, but there are still ways that we can all come together to support the LGBTQ plus community. And one way is with Bomba's new Pride collection. These socks bring more love, compassion, and comfort into the world because they give back to those experiencing homelessness in the LGBTQ plus community. My favorite style of the socks is the no-shows, and this um, collection that they have with pride. They have super cute tie-dye no-show socks. That's my favorite um, of all the Bomba socks. I wear them all the time with like casual tennis shoes, but I also wear them to work out. And don't let the word wool fool you because I thought, oh, no way I can work out outside in the summer in those, but I work out in them every day. I absolutely love them. For every pair of pride socks we buy, Bombas is going to donate a pair to someone in need in the LGBTQ community through the Ally Coalition. Pride is usually a time where we can all come together, but so many Pride events have been canceled this year, and it's more important than ever to find new ways to show support and give back to the community. Go to bombas.com slash upside today to shop the Pride collection and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside. In the summer, dehydration can sneak up on you, especially if you've been enjoying some adult beverages by the pool or the lake. Here's the deal. Dehydration is no joking matter. It can lower your immunity, and strong immunity is important right now. It can also cause headaches, make you just feel run down, and lead to even more severe illnesses. Or maybe you just got to work your way through a hangover. Either way, Liquid IV to the rescue. It is an easy, healthy solution for dehydration. Proper hydration is crucial, and Liquid IV delivers two to three times the hydration when you mix one stick of powder in 16 ounces of water. They do this because they combine their ingredients with a cellular transport technology. That means glucose, sodium, and potassium deliver the water right to your bloodstream, along with a bunch of B vitamins and 
and vitamin C. So you're getting some health benefits from that as well. Go to liquidiv.com and save 25% off your order. Or you can find Liquid IV at Target, Whole Foods, or Costco. But 25% off if you go to liquidiv.com and use the promo code UPSIDE. That's liquidiv.com, promo code UPSIDE. All right. We have all been home since February or March, right? If you are running out of creative ideas, creative ways to entertain your kids, and remember, this is just the start of summer right now, let KiwiCo help you. They're going to make it super easy, okay? So they have crates for kids of all ages, and they're going to learn a lot with these projects. They can pick whatever they want, um, even starting at babies and infants, um, all the way to ages 14 or, jokingly says, 104. So we sent some of our friends' kids these Kiwi crates. It keeps them entertained. It was a fun family project, and they really had a great time doing it. So don't get on Pinterest and start thinking of all these creative things that you need to be doing. Let KiwiCo handle it. KiwiCo is redefining play with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Right now, you can get 30% off your first month on select crates at KiwiCo.com upside. That's K-I-W-I-C-O.com upside. Okay, here are my three random things for today. Uh, Number one, this was in uh, Reader's Digest magazine. Father's Day gifts uh, often involve things for the grill. Well, there is a movement to ban the use of metal grill brushes because the little bristles break off get stuck on the grate and then end up transferring onto food. 130 people go to the emergency room every year. Do we have one of those? After accidentally swallowing wire bristles from the barbecue brush. Yeah. Every barbecue brush I have. have We're going to get rid of them, right? I have two or three of them. Well, we got to get rid of them. How do you clean it though? If it's not with one of those things. They say, uh, a wooden barbecue brush or a nylon one, but I, I think it has to be metal. To, to get the, to get the, the cooked on food off. And also if you have cast iron grates, they're going to get it rust on them. So you, you should ask um, Kevin Gillespie. I, th- I think if you use the metal brush and by the way, isn't a, well, when, when do we, when are spoiler alerts, not spoiler alerts? I don't know. I if got you, in trouble already. If you're watching Top Chef and you haven't watched last week's episode, skip ahead in the podcast because Callie has gotten in trouble. You have 30 seconds. Okay, ready? Hold, pause. Now, fast forward. Kevin Gillespie, our friend, he's been on this show before. He d- did not make it to the top three on We were top so Chef. sure he would. Oh, so sure. We even thought... He won the whole thing. Like we I, I was confident that we were going to be celebrating with him in a couple of weeks. Me too. But we'll have to toast him because he got so far. He's so awesome. I'm so proud. And he did, you know, he did it really, really honorably before he made it back in uh, to the competition when, when he got booted out. Uh, he basically fell on the sword. He's like, yeah. You know, like maybe there were some mistakes here and there, but I was the leader of the team. So if anybody on this team should go, it should be me. Yeah. So he's a good dude. But anyways, uh, so I think if you use the wire brush, you just need to then kind of dust off the grate 
using like maybe just like a little broom, like one of those hmm. little small brooms or something. But I don't know how anything would get a grill cleaner. Yeah. More clean, know. cleaner, more clean. So uh, that's my first random thing. The second one is the average woman has 103 items hanging in her closet. And a survey of a thousand of those women found that women generally only like 10 to 20% of their wardrobe. Yep. It also found that one in 10 women are depressed when they open their closet and 40% say they actually like less than 3% of their clothes. Wow. What do you mean? Yep. You don't like most of your wardrobe. I have a problem of like saving stuff that might be cute on me later, but it never is. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. So you wear it? No, I think, oh, I'm going to wear that. And then I never do. So you buy it and then never wear it? No, I buy it, wear it a couple times, and then I decide I'm over it. And I'm like, well, maybe in the future I'll like it. I'm the queen of doing that. So you buy it. It's not as appealing as you thought it was after a couple of wears. So rather than rehome it, you hang on to it in hopes yes. that your taste will change? Yes. Huh. Uh, well, you're not alone. Most women uh, don't like the majority of their wardrobe. Uh, and my third random thing is, did you ever have a Tamagotchi in the nineties? It's called a Tamagotchi. Oh, and yes, I did. Tamagotchi. It's and it conveniently, um, I, I quote unquote left it on an airplane and that was the end of it. I think my parents like took it out of my backpack, stuffed it in the front pocket of the plane seat. And we're like, Oh dang, you left it on the plane. Oh, that stinks. Why? Cause you were so obsessed with it. I was obsessed with it. And then I never got a new one. Uh, that was the original poop emoji, by the way. The Tamagotchi has uh, a new product that's coming out um, here in North America. Apparently, it's still a thing in Japan. It never went away, um, but it was a big deal in the 90s here. So uh, it's coming back to the United States. Um, it's called Tamagotchi on Wonder Garden. Hmm. Um, and it's the same thing. It's the super analog looking uh screen there was a christmas where those things were like selling out like crazy oh yeah your kids it was like the hot toy mm -hmm. um it's still got the three button setup uh but it also has a mobile app so you can interact with it on your phone too uh so this tamagotchi will be out do do i think in august in north america so if you are um, now an adult and you have a kid, you can get them a Tamagotchi like you did. Yeah, August. So I was doing Q&A on Instagram the other day and I got a question that I thought was really interesting and I kind of want to see what you think about this question because um, it's a little bit in the gray area. And this person's question was, my boyfriend um, hid a work relationship from me I'm assuming like previously for a year, how should I handle it? So, uh, okay. So what does that mean? Hit a work relationship. So he dated somebody at work, broke up with them and started, then started dating his girlfriend. Right. And then for a year, never told the girlfriend that he was working with an ex-girlfriend. Right. Uh, is that a big deal? Well, here's what I said to her. What I said was, well, it's, a, there's a couple folds in here because they're just dating. They're not married. So I think that's a little different. But what I said is um, 
was he hiding it from you really? Or was it not significant enough for him to mention it? Cause like you and I haven't talked about every girl that you've been on a date with, but I assume that a lot of them are just because it wasn't that important to you. So why would you mention it? Well, it's different because you and I are married now. So if I, if, if we went somewhere and like, there's a person at the bar that I had dated before. I'd be like, Hey, I dated that girl back when I was single. And it would just be like a thing. But while we were dating, I feel like you, ha- like if I was going to be, I don't know. I think you have to, with okay. You have to process it. Like a guy, a guy might not think it's a big deal. Right. That's what I was thinking. Like, cause yeah. He might just be like, yeah. Okay. So what? I work with her. I don't care about her. I care about you. So right. we dated, we broke up. It didn't work out. What's the issue? Who cares? Right. But I can see where that would be an issue for a girl. So the, because advice- women would also think, well, he's purposely not telling me and he's a liar and he's hiding things from me to which I feel like you would say guys are not that deep. Like no. <laughs> we don't have that many layers. We're not that diabolical. Like we just don't think that way. And it could even be like, if there was a situation where the two of them, like the guy and his ex-girlfriend slash coworker, like we're doing something one-on-one, the guy might even not tell his girlfriend that because he doesn't, the way a guy might think is I don't want her to worry. Cause there's nothing to worry about. So if I've got to work late with her to finish a project, I don't want her to worry. So what am I going to say? Oh yeah. And she happens to be like, and then, so guys will always err on the, well, it's not a problem. So I'm not going to now that all being said, um, is if he, if she finds out about it, And then he continues to like not tell her when they have to be one-on-one, then that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. And I said to her too, like, you know, I would, if you're uncomfortable and you don't trust her or you feel really weird about it, what you can do is say to him, because this is good relationship practice. If this is a serious relationship, what you can say to him is, Hey, this person in your life makes me uncomfortable. And I just want you to know how I feel. Now, if you say that, if I say that to Jeff, cause this has happened a couple of times in our relationship where he's been friends with girls who either I think are super rude to me and disrespectful to our relationship or just someone like an ex-girlfriend that keeps popping up too much. And I'm just like, you know, that make it for whatever reason that makes me uncomfortable. It's not that I don't trust you. It just makes me feel weird. Um, and Jeff has been like, Oh, okay. I didn't know you feel that way. And then they just aren't friends anymore. Like it's not or, a big deal. Cause if he doesn't know that she's, she makes you uncomfortable, then that's not a fair thing to be mad about. Cause right. he doesn't know, like you have to give him the chance and just say, Hey, I just want to let you know how this makes me feel. And I think what I said to Jeff when we were dating is, Hey, when you're the fact that you're friends with this person you used to date makes me feel like I don't give you something. And Jeff's response was, I'll never forget this conversation. Cause I was so impressed by you. Cause you said, Oh, I had no idea that you felt that way. Totally get it. And then you guys just didn't really talk anymore. Um, so it wasn't you know, a thing. You know how little that meant to me? I have no idea who you're talking about. Good. <laughs> I do. You do? Um, yeah. Who is it? It was the person you were dating when we started dating. And then y'all broke up and she kept messaging you about inconsequential, stu- inconsequential stuff. And I was like, Jeff. 
Oh. This woman doesn't need to find that answer from you. She's just trying to get your attention and she knows that we're spending the weekend together. So got it. That makes that's was, not cool. And then Jeff, I think, was like, she does. She's only reaching out to me because she knows we're spending the weekend alone together. I'm like, yeah, she wants to see if you'll talk to her when we're together. And Jeff was like, women do that? I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And there was a, a another woman who uh Callie pointed out was just being uh I, I don't even know how to say it, but I had sent her the flower a, girl, the, the flower girl. Oh, I sent nuts. I, I sent her, she did something. We were professional friends and she did something for me. So I sent her flowers and said, I just wrote, thank you so much for your help. That was the best, you know, radio show, whatever it was that she did. That was the best promotion we did all year. Thank you for your help. And then she posted the flowers on Instagram. She didn't. Okay. She didn't acknowledge they were professional. She wrote, Oh my God, just got flowers from Jeff Dollar. They're so beautiful. But she wrote like like from, from one of my favorite people or something and tagged him when we were dating, and I'm like, first of all, sister, and I said to Jeff, I'm like, did she even send you a text message thanking you before she put that online? And Jeff was like, no. And I was like, it's, that's weird, right? And he's like, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's kind of weird that she would just put it on her Instagram. And like, she made it, the post made it seem like they were involved and right. she received they weren't flowers. Prof- they weren't professional. They were personal, but oh, that, I- Oh, that really, really made me angry. <laughs> But I still had to deal with her because I knew her professionally. So all I did is made a point to over communicate to Callie whenever she was going to be around, whenever I had to deal with her. So I was like, hey, just so you know, next week this is happening and I'm going to have to do this. And she was like, cool. So I think, you know, either you trust that he's telling you the truth and he's being forthcoming and that's someone you definitely want to be in a relationship with or. Um, you don't really trust him as a person and you think he might be kind of dishonest. That's not someone you want to be in a relationship with. And it's definitely not someone you want to get married to, because if you're doubting, if he can stay faithful while you're dating, that's not going to get any better when you get married. So going back to the advice from the person who's just dating a guy, what does she do? I think she, um, Decides how she feels about it. Yeah. If she feels like their current relationship bothers her, then she should say, hey, I just want to let you know when you two are alone, it makes me feel kind of uncomfortable. And I just want to let you know and then see what he does with that. And if he doesn't respect how she feels, then I say, like, that's not the person you ultimately want to be with. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. We were at the beach last week, and I think we did a really, really great job of social distancing while on vacation. I think we did, too. I think we did it the safest probably that we could have done it. Uh, And here, if you are wondering if you can take a vacation this summer because of all the coronavirus stuff, um, we did not stay in a hotel. We found a condo that was for rent. My only regret is that the condo was on the fourth floor, so we had to take the elevator a few times. When we did, we always wore a mask or we put some cloth in front of our, our face mm-hmm. when we were in the elevator. And we didn't ride with anyone else. We would ne- we never got in the elevator with another person. Um, but other than that, we went grocery shopping. We got takeout from restaurants. We hung out by ourselves. When we, we were on the beach, we would get a spot. 
you know, everybody was kind of respecting their groups were all spread mm -hmm. out. So we would just get a spot and then nobody really planted themselves near us. And it worked out really well. So I, I was very comfortable with it. I was comfortable with the condo thing. I don't think I would have felt the same way at a hotel. Yeah, hotel would have been tough because there's too many common areas. And there are lots of people staying at hotels right now. We're just being overly cautious because I'm high risk and just decided that it, there's too many common spaces. And we also, when we're at a hotel, we like to be at the pool. We like to eat at the hotel restaurants. We like to have the breakfast buffet. So all the things we would be paying for for a hotel, we wouldn't really be utilizing. Right. And I think part of the reason our week was so safe was we cooked at home. For and, almost every meal. Yeah. So it was great. So if you're on the fence about doing it, there are ways to do it that uh, I felt really, really safe. So uh, I would encourage you to look into options like that. Hi, I was listening to Friday's episode about when the fear of the ebbs and flows of self-employment go away. Um, I would say never. Um, it, it never goes away. With that said, um, each bump isn't as hard after the first couple years because you get patterns of when it goes up and down. And so when it's a normal down, um, you know to anticipate it and you kind of have a pattern of when you think it's gonna pick back up. Um, with that said, there's always exceptions like COVID shifted everything in a season that it normally doesn't go down um, but even with the fear of the up and down, 100%, I would rather be self-employed and hustle and pivot and strategize and feel like I have control as opposed to showing up for work and not knowing if I'm going to be the one that's cut for the bottom line um, just based on office politics. Um, so never, but there's absolutely an upside. Thanks. A few years ago, I was lucky enough to have a friend who worked at Whole Foods, actually, and he met me in the vitamin aisle and I told him what I wanted the benefits to be and he told me what to buy. And for probably six or seven years, I just went by those recommendations. I just kept buying the same thing over and over. But health needs change and my needs changed. That's why I was so impressed with the quick quiz at takecareof.com. It took five minutes, asked some questions about my health and what my fitness goals were. And then it recommended vitamins and supplements that would be delivered in a custom packet right to my door. It technically could not be any easier. Takecareof.com is the website. And if you use the promo code upside 50, you're going to save 50 50% off your first care of order. Take care of.com slash upside 50 and use the promo code upside 50 to get 50% off your first order. Callie and Jeff, I'm listening to um, today's, yesterday's, I don't know what day it is, the most recent episode. Jeff, I wanted to reach through the phone and strangle you regarding the pizza debate. Um, what are you talking about? It's round. It's it's a round pizza. It's not. It's different from brownies that are square, and everything is not even. Callie's right. You're making a total, totally overly blowing this situation. Um, you're, oh, you're driving me crazy. So, but still love you, Callie. You're right. Jeff, you're wrong. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. I just had to stop the podcast and call in. 
I, too, am notorious for losing my phone. But the best thing that ever came into my life was my Apple Watch, that all I have to do is ding the phone icon on my watch, and my phone dings and tell me where it's at. I absolutely love it. It was a game changer. So, Callie, just remember on your Apple Watch, you can ding it, and it'll ding your phone and tell you where it's at. My husband will say, here's your phone. Love you guys. Bye. Um, Jeff, you're going to love this. So Callie's going to have to fart before she leaves the hospital. Did you know that? Like, after having the baby, you have to fart before you can leave. Um, <laughs> bye. Hey, Jeff and Callie. It's Melissa Black from Dallas. I am so excited that y'all are down on Amelia Island this week. And I was just listening to today's podcast. Today's Friday, by the way. And listen to y'all talking about the um, internet and how hard it is to be on the internet in Fernandina. And you're a thousand percent right. It is always that way. They are close to the beach. Um, may want to bring a MiFi with a signal booster. Um, that's what I have to do when I'm down there. Um, but so glad you're there. Enjoy the sand and the water and the turtles and just enjoy this time together. Um, with baby dollar still in the womb, uh, the next time that you go, it'll be so different and so special, but also very busy. Sending you love and light and positivity. Talk to you soon. Bye. There are not four or five different races. There's only one race on the face of the earth, the human race. You're not born a bigot. You have to learn to be a bigot. Anything you learn, you can unlearn. It's time to unlearn our bigotry. Pigmentation in your skin has nothing to do with intelligence or with your worth as a human being. It's time to get over this thing, and we best get over it pretty soon.